3: Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
4: Hi. Buongiorno, di
2: I think language is so weird, like someone one day was like, I wanna speak different from you. And they started talking different. <laughs>
4: how languages were created by Sydney winter <laughs> yeah
2: yeah I took a class on linguistics and it blew my mind because
4: I was like wow that was so insightful thank you so much we We're all really- <laughs> You're welcome, You're welcome. <laughs> guys I had such a good day today it was my mom's birthday two days ago and then today we like celebrated and we went to go to a candle making class Sydney have you ever been to a candle making class
2: I have not. I would scare them with how good my scent would be.
4: This shit is better than ASMR. Like, you go, you pick out the scents, right? And you can make two candles per person. I made a fall candle and, like, a fresh linen candle. And if you got, they had, like, 75 scents for you to choose from. And if your nose got tired from smelling all the scents, you could, like, smell some coffee beans to reset your scent. Isn't that, like, the most elite thing you've ever... And then you, like, mix the wax yourself and, like, whisk it with a whisk. Isn't that what they do at, like,
2: wine tasting? You, like, sniff coffee beans in between to, like, reset your palate.
4: And you know what's hilarious? We were actually talking about you during the, like, candle-making process because the girl who was our instructor lives in Queens and I was saying like oh my god I live in Manhattan and she was like stop it and she was asking me where we live and I said Morningside Heights and she said do you go to Columbia and I was like no but my roommate does and she was like people who go there scare me like they're all so smart it's actually frightening and I was like that's how I feel with my roommate every single day of my life it's like I say something and I'm like hmm I don't know how to do this and she's like well you take the x to the y and then you multiply it and then you put bleach on it and I'm like what are you <laughs> talking
2: about <laughs> I'm so dead. No, like I wouldn't even consider myself smart. I'm just nosy. Like I got to know your business, you
4: know. <laughs> and and like, that
2: extends to like like topics. I need to know all about you, you know. But
4: that's the thing it's like I consider myself a wine snob and the fact that you knew that shit about wine and the coffee beans, that's annoying. But it's like it's like you and like it's like good cuz you're so smart.
2: I feel like I saw it before. I feel like I have like book smarts, but I don't have street smarts. Like literally, asked Sarah, I got hit by a bike this week.
4: <laughs> How you got hit was funny, but right. we to suck it was
2: <laughs> it was really so annoying because it was Sarah's birthday, and we were going out to like celebrate. I had like a can of Coca Cola with me, and I wanted to throw away before getting in our Uber because I don't like want to bring a liquid in the Uber. And so everyone was like a few steps ahead of me because I went to go throw the. Um, I went to go throw the can away. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that's I even me. And I, when I turned around, I looked down the wrong part of the street, which I know like the building, like the road next to our apartment is a one way road. And like, I know that, but I looked the wrong way and all I hear was watch out. And then someone like burst into my body. And the worst part was, not only is it embarrassing getting hit by a bike, just in general, because, like, there's an awkward moment of, like, are you okay? But the worst part was... I hate was,
4: that shit. I hate that shit.
2: I was wearing, like, a tie top, and I guess, like, somehow in the confuddleness of the crash, my shirt got pulled down. And, like, it takes a while to, like, re-tie, so, like, I'm mm-hmm. having to, like, hold my, my breasts. And it was a tie-up shirt. Yeah, and then, like, the guy is like, are you okay? And our Uber driver is laughing, and Chance is laughing, and I'm just like, I just want my boobs to be in a shirt right now. That's the main focus.
4: Someone outside your window is being very aggressive right now. They're like, nah.
2: Literally. I'm like, why are you being so loud? And then I got a breeze (laughs) on my wrist, but besides that, it was dandy. I've had such a weird week with bikes.
4: Really? What else has happened? Oh, because of vroom, vroom, vroom bikes?
2: yeah because i thought this guy was that's a whole other story okay second story about the bikes um i was seeing this guy and he was like let's go on like an adventurous date and i was like okay and he was like let's bike to like brooklyn or westchester and i was like hmm that's certainly that's certainly a topic that can be discussed and he was like do you like bikes and i was like i mean i haven't been on one since i was 10 but like i'm down to do whatever and so, yeah, because you
4: were thinking, like, oh, like, city bike or, yeah, like, like, like Yeah, I like,
2: renting bikes or, like, taking a city bike and, like, driving to Brooklyn, which did not yeah. sound appealing to me because that sounded like a lot of work. So, like, I'm, like, getting ready and I'm like, okay, should I should put on, like, a t-shirt and shorts because, like, it's going to be, like, a sweaty ride. It's, like, 100 degrees outside. And so I get downstairs and he's wearing, like, a very nice button-down shirt, slacks, and pants. And I'm kind of like, you're going to ride a bike in that? Okay. <laughs> and then there's like a moment of confusion when then he like steps aside and it's a motorcycle and like he has two helmets and i was like this is super you were like
4: oh were you relieved or were you like even more stressed
2: i was relieved because i was like oh and then i was stressed again because he had like two adult male large helmets and neither of them fit on my head do you know how embarrassing it is where like your first interaction with the guy is like wow you have a very large head you
4: know, you just made the vein pop out of my forehead.
2: <laughs> no, like literally, like I look like a little kid who's like wearing a toddler helmet. It's not cute. It's not. A oh look.
4: my god, Cindy, that is actually the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Did you have a good experience on the motorcycle?
2: Yes, I feel like I was like Lizzie McGuire, but you realize like she's Monte like f- Carlo. Monte she's Carlo. She's like 11. In oh wait, that no, movie. that's Italy.
4: Sorry, I was thinking of Selena Gomez and Monte Carlo, but it's Italy. Yeah. Okay, it's a room,
2: but it's so, so weird because like she was like 11. She's literally in eighth grade, and she's out jetting around with some pop star. Yeah, Miss Miss Ron Slar whatever her name was had a reason to be angry. That was a child, and that man was hanging out with the child. That's weird.
4: Mm-mm. That's weird, and also like those shows confuse me because it's like. We'll get to the topic soon, I prom—I promise. But this is really, really bothers me. Shows where it's, like, the same actress, but the only thing that separates them is the wig and no one, or, like, an accent, like a British accent versus American accent, and then everyone's like, <laughs> you're not the same person? Like, actually drives me crazy.
2: Literally, that's like um, Hannah Montana. Like, y'all stupid. If she, this girl is on the billboards and world tours, <laughs> and you don't know what her face looks like?
4: Yeah, like, she's blown up. Like, even though, I guess, like, iPhones weren't, or they it. Invent- I don't know. But even though, like, iPhones weren't as huge back then, it's like, we all know. We all know what was up. We all know what was going on. It is a wig. Like, if I showed up tomorrow in the apartment with, like, brown hair, would you be like, <gasps>
2: take me who's all that? Like- <laughs> but it's like It wasn't even like she had a wig on.
4: They were, like, highlights. Like, they were the
2: same color yeah. with, like, a little bit of blonde in there.
4: It was, like, honey brown. Like, it wasn't even, like, blonde. It was, like, honey. Like, it's dirty giving, blonde. It's giving Cinderella. That man literally saw her face and did not know who
2: she was. That I've talked yes. about that so many times. It makes me so mad i can't stand prince charming there's that tiktok trend right now where it's like people like rating like the disney princess princes that like come on the screen
4: i love that guy
2: and i've been learning
4: so much about people think about you uh, know what's sketchy is prince philip why is he all up in that tower all up on her face when she did not give consent at all yeah, what is happening Ooh. right now
2: that's like that's how i feel about um prince eric too Like, there's not one good
4: prince besides Shane, but is he considered a prince? No, because he's not a prince, but Mulan, wait, is Mulan considered a princess? I feel like she is. Yeah, for sure. Well, then why isn't Shane my prince? Hello? Girl,
2: Snow White is literally an orphan. And she's
4: also 12.
2: (laughs) She's literally 12. They did her dirty with that haircut. Too.
4: They did her dirty with the outfit, the haircut, and her age. And
2: everything about her.
4: Are you doing your hair right now? Yeah, I like it. No way, I'm doing it after. So Cindy's been doing this really cool thing. Like literally, we're gonna get into the topic in actually two seconds, I swear. But Cindy's doing this thing where she puts her hair up in like. <laughs> the trend is is you put your hair. Like you twirl your hair around like an object, right? And they try and sell these objects like on Amazon, like whatever. And like you just twirl your hair around like a soft piece of like mesh to basically it's like a heat heatless way of curling your hair like overnight. essentially, you just like sleep in it and wake up and your hair is curled. Sydney so he picked her like robe tie to do this with her hair. But here's the thing you can't hate on her because it works. It works. It works so good.
2: Well. Like nothing will curl my hair. Like not a flat iron, not curling iron, mm. not the Dyson. Yeah, no, Cindy's tried like it. the
4: Dyson, like the Dyson straighter, or whatever.
2: So I'm literally
4: the rope belt is doing me so well, so well. So, the topic today we wanted to talk about. It's not really like when I say like a how to get acquainted with New York. We're not giving like a how to guide on like everything we did or everything you should do and like you know top fifty steps on like how to move to New York. That's not what we're saying. But we want to we are in the process of moving right now. So we thought today would be the perfect time to kind of like revisit our tips and tricks and like our how to's on not just getting acquainted with like New York, but getting acquainted with the new city. So whether you're going to college, whether this is postgrad for you, whether you're even like going to a new high school, like whatever step you're in in your life right now, this absolutely applies. We just graduated college specifically, so we are moving, like, to two separate areas in Manhattan. So it's not really like we're moving a new state or, like, we're moving back to our hometown. But we did just go through the apartment search from hell, so we feel like we are very qualified to talk about this subject. And this is definitely a very specific time, like, mid-late August, where this is prevalent in a lot of people's situations right now.
2: Yeah, because, like, with school starting and, like, new jobs starting, we got a lot of Mm -hmm. DMs. Because we asked for episode requests, like, every week on our Instagram. And we got a lot of requests saying, like, how to get used to New York. Like, what is it actually like? What's the best thing you can do to, like, get to a good place? Because I think that, like, obviously moving to any city is hard. Like, being in a new place, especially on your own. But there's something about New York that, like, is tenfold that. Just because there's so many people and, like, it's hard to learn how to be comfortable in this new space that's just this fast-paced so that's what our advice is going to be centered around
4: one thing i will say is like because i'm like i think i'm the most paranoid person i know with like safety she's and everything she's
2: the most paranoid person i've ever met in my life <laughs> but we will be home at noon we live on like the 10th floor and it'll just be me and sarah at home and she'll lock her door i'm like girl what are you locking your door for <laughs>
4: No, I think the reason I keep doing that is because we did have, like, Cindy and I did have a lot of, like, really bad roommate experiences in the past. And I got very, very used to, like, locking my doors when they were around. (laughs) So I still carry that habit with me, but. See, I don't know.
2: I think it's my household growing up. You ain't locking nothing. I
4: think moving to a new city for both, like, parents and the actual person, like, moving combined. Or, like, whatever your parental unit situation, like, is. That was like one of my biggest fears, like moving to college and like I've always moved around my whole life, but I always had my parents with me. So it was never really like a safety concern until I went to college and like started going out. And now that I'm older, you know, like you do get like more attention than I think I used to when I was like 18. And wherever you move to, that is absolutely a viable concern, whether you're moving into your own like apartment alone your first time, your new house alone alone whether you're, like, moving to a big city in general where, like, catcalling is inevitable, even just, like, unwanted attention in general, we don't want to appeal to, like, a certain logic where it says that, like, if you aren't being safe and something ends up happening to you, it's, like, your fault. But at the same time, I think, like, being prepared, as prepared, like, as you can be for something that you don't know is going to happen, it did make me feel a lot better. And, like, well, I'm lucky that I never had to use my pepper spray before or anything of that sort, I think that's always made me feel a lot better. And also just, like, being aware of your surroundings and, like, just, like, really thinking yourself through. What's always helped me personally, because I can only speak on my personal experience, of course, is, like, would my mom approve of, like, what I'm doing right now? I'm sorry. <laughs> because me and my mom are very close. That definitely won't work for everyone. But me and my mom are very close. Like, we're best friends. But she's way more cautious than I am, if you can believe it. And that's always worked for me. It's, like, I'm always, like, when I go out, I'm, like, would my mom approve of what I'm doing? What do you think? What do you, what do you always... Like, how do, how do you deal with, like, safety issues, especially well, in New
2: York? Well, it is, it is like... a oh, one thing for me to say is I'm not a paranoid person. I feel like as long as you're vigilant, like, that's all really you can do. I think that, like, there's a lot of fear-mongering happening on TikTok right now around, like, living in New York. And yes. it's, like, crime's always been bad in New York. But um, obviously, like, things do happen, and, like, that's terrifying. But I think that also creates a lot of unnecessary fear in people that like they won't take the train or like they won't feel comfortable going out at night, things like that. I think it's all about being vigilant about your surroundings and just being smart, you know, making smart decisions.
1: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
5: So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening.
2: I, just, I feel completely comfortable. Guys like came from Harlem to Gramercy, like, alone at night at 1045. I'm like, I'm not saying go do that. I'm just saying that, like, I don't feel unsafe when I do that because I am vigilant by my surroundings.
4: Obviously, I understand assault and harassment is nothing to joke about. But a lot of what I'm hearing on TikTok, it's, like, not that. It's, like, I literally got screamed at. And it's, like, okay, you live in New York. Do you know what I mean? And it's very annoying because, like, this isn't new. This has been happening forever. Yeah, and,
2: like, all our stories are valid, but it's, like...
4: Absolutely. I
2: think that's more of a concern. to like, how we address mental health in New York than it is about, like...
4: And that's never the message. You know? Do you know what I mean? It's never, like, we should be doing this to help our homeless population in New York. It's always, like... Like I literally can't. You know what I mean? It's it. It just feels very like yeah gimmicky to me.
2: There's that one lady in Washington Square Park who's like throwing salads yeah. at people. It was just so specific. because yeah, that- it, it was always a salad. It was yeah. also always
4: a Caesar salad with a butt ton of ranch dressing. So
2: it's just so specific. Yeah,
4: I think another thing that you really have to kind of keep in mind. I get I know we at Crying in Public get so many questions about like making new friends when you move to a new city or like moving to a new place. And we have done a crap ton of episodes about like making new friends and finding romantic partners How in a new meet city. People. Yeah, absolutely.
5: Yeah.
4: Um, I don't know. What what would your advice be on that front?
2: I'd say don't be afraid to put yourself out there, especially in places like New York where like there are so many things to do that are based around affinities. Like if you like chess, there's certainly chess clubs. Like if you like theater go to, like, a small theater show or whatever, buy tickets, whatever. And I feel like no matter what you do, you'll end up naturally meeting people that have similar interests to you. It's like just a matter of, like, taking the plunge of, like, being outgoing.
4: I have a cute little story. Which ends up working out. Is that you, I would have never met you, Sydney Winter, if I didn't tell someone in my class freshman year that I liked their leather jacket. Huh? Because it's like a train. Okay. It's like the person who I told, like, the person who I complimented, introduce me to our mutual friend who if I didn't meet her I wouldn't have been at the party that we met at
2: and like even that like Sarah and I met at, in the bathroom line at a frat party so like if she hadn't said something to me or like I said something to her like we would have never right? met you know Ugh, did we have a meet cute
4: oh my god are we like adorable and also like even the girl who I complimented that day like we're still friends five years later so that is really important, I'm not like I obviously know social anxiety is a thing, believe me, like Cindy and I have experienced that before in our lives, but we understand that people do have it to a different degree than we do. However, if your goal is to like make all these friends and like if you are moving to a new place where you really are kind of alone, like I was, and like Cindy was really, because we didn't have any friends in the city, or at least not close ones, I think that it is really important that you do put yourself out there in order to make connections, you know, romantic or otherwise. I agree. And be yourself.
2: I think also when it comes to relationships, I would say enjoy being, especially in New York City, enjoy being single before you get into yes. relationships Because I think, like, here it's so easy, it caught up in everything. But, like, take the time to get to know the city alone and, like, as an individual and, like, learn about yourself that way before you get into something serious, you know? For sure.
4: Now I kind of want to get into, like, apartments because Sydney and I just went through actual, like, the hellfires and back of finding like a place to live. And while I won't dive too much into our situation cause that can get a little boring even though it's definitely not boring to Sydney and I because there were tears, there was frothing at the mouth.
2: Moving is probably one of the most expensive parts about living in New York. And I feel like obviously having roommates makes things so much cheaper just because like right now a studio apartment here is like $3,500 or $3,000. But you can get a multi-bedroom apartment with other people for 4000 or 5000 So I feel like economically it is smarter to have roommates. But question about that. Do you believe like the whole tryst that like friends can't be roommates but roommates can be friends? That was like the advice yeah. I always got before moving to college. They are like never move in with your best friend because it can be too much at times. But they were like but your roommate can become your best friend. But I feel like I've had both experiences you know.
4: This is a great topic, and I'm so happy you brought this up. I would say most of the time you should not be roommates with your friends. At least I feel like a lot of times that I become roommates with my friends, things got a little rocky. But also I've had some of the best experiences of my life with friends that became my roommates. I would say it's not a matter of whether or not you're friends. It's a matter of compatibility. It's a matter of like, Can you live together and also be friends? And it's also nothing personal. It's like sometimes you can be friends with someone and also don't get a you like you can anticipate not getting along with them in that roommate capacity. Like it's okay to keep someone your friends. You know, just because you're friends, you don't have to spend every single second with your life together, and that includes being roommates. But at the same time, if it's someone who you know that you're going to be compatible with, if it's someone you like, agree with their cleanliness, style, like you agree with their aesthetic. You actually feel yourself getting along long long term. Yeah, that can work, but if not, again, I cannot stress enough, it literally is nothing personal. And a lot of people might not see that the same way you do. A lot of people when you tell them you don't want to live with them might take that as an insult, but to the core, it really isn't and it is just a very much a compatibility thing.
2: Yeah, because I think that you can be best friends in the world but doesn't mean that you'd be compatible living together because i feel like that takes things another step and i feel the same about relationships too that's why i always say like you should live with your partner for like ye- as long as you can before you get married because being with someone 24 7 and seeing them in like their most primal of states yeah, that sounds so like weirdly deep <laughs> primal, um, most primal of states <laughs> like that's not ne- that could be an area where you're not as compatible because it's like the little things that you have to experience on a day-to-day basis so definitely say sometimes people your friends aren't the right people to live with but it's all about more compatibility living style than it is necessarily personality
4: that can definitely lead to some drama even making that mature decision but it will be way better in the long term how do you how did you feel about like dating moving from like High school to college, or even now, like after post grad. I mean, what advice would you give to people who are moving to a new area or even just like in a completely new situation about like finding a new partner?
2: I think, especially in New York, it's so enticing to like immediately jump into dating just because there are so many people here. But let me just people here are crazy. Number one. Number two. That's
4: such facts, ew.
2: I feel like it's so important to get to know yourself in a new city, in a new place, in a new time. Before you add someone else to the picture because if that person becomes the experience in that city for you, it's not going to be a good experience once that thing ends. Because, like, I made that mistake of getting into something when I first got into New York. So, like, now I'm 22 and it's been four years and, like, I don't know living in New York without that person. So I have so many, like, memories and things connected to that person. So I wish that I had taken more time to establish myself here as an individual before I jumped into anything romantic with someone.
4: We have this one friend, Allie, who's, like, very similar to our age, and she just moved into the city, and we think she is so smart because she was telling us the other day that, like, she's really trying to, like, you know, invest in her passion before investing in dating because dating is literally a full-time job like it is exhausting especially in a new city and like it takes up so much of your time that especially when you're so young it's like if you're moving into think about it it's like new city new job new friends it's like there's only so much you can handle at once you know what I mean and like if, if that does work out for you where you move to a new place and you like find a significant other that's amazing and we're not saying that you know we're not discrediting that but at the same time If you do have a choice, we very much recommend it our way.
2: (laughs) Yeah, just because, like, we've been there. Yes, both of
4: us have very, very... And
2: it's, like, my experience, and I do wish that, like, now that I've lived through it and I've come out the other side and seen what's happened, I do wish I took more time to be with myself and learn myself, especially because when you move to a new city, so many things change. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's nice to, like, be acclimated and, like, in your headspace, in the right headspace before you start investing time and energy into other people.
4: I also think that dating apps, right, are, like, really, really prominent when you move to a new place. I don't know. I'm just thinking back to, like, I don't know, three years ago when I was single and, like, just hating everything and, like, deleting all of them. Like, even when I was single, like, I was like, fuck this, you know? But again, I really want to make clear that was a pre-COVID time, and even then, I am not shaming people who are on dating apps, obviously. Like, I'm a very specific person who just it they just weren't working for me if that makes sense you know and like also I went through a really traumatic experience like three and a half years ago and like that didn't necessarily have to do with the dating app but like that kind of put me off dating altogether, if that makes sense so like I was deleting any like access to dating if that makes sense what I will say about dating apps is it does provide a lot of accessibility to like a lot of new people and I think they can be a good thing if used correctly So, Sid, I want to ask you, because I know you have a lot of experience with dating apps as well, how you think, Mm -hmm. like, do you think there's a right way and a wrong way to use them? Because I see that on TikTok a lot, like, dating apps can be good, but they can also be bad. Like, what do you think about that, like, personally?
2: Like, I have such mixed reviews on dating apps in general because I have met all of my, like, romantic partners or, like, boyfriends, um through dating apps besides my first boyfriend whatever also they're not like skis either
4: like they're like good people if that makes sense
2: yeah they're okay people (laughs) i'm kidding oh Uh, no i just said that (laughs) Um, (laughs) to be nice yeah they're definitely definitely people they're definitely there (laughs) they're there they're real um,
4: they're not catfishes
2: (laughs) they're real they are they are people there is potential to meet people that in other terms you have never met before especially post covid when people aren't really going out as much mm-hmm. anymore and like i don't know if it's just me but like people don't really approach people in clubs or bars anymore oh
4: a like, hundred ways you
2: usually meet people and i feel like dating apps has removed that like middle step to where you can put in the smallest effort possible literally <laughs> the most of most minimal of efforts and get maximum rewards from it That's why people are addicted to it, and I think that's the reason why so many relationships are falling off the edge now. Is because it does make cheating and meeting people and things like that so accessible. So that's why I have such mixed reviews on dating apps. But it is a good way to meet people like outside of uh, like normal interactions. However, I will say that the person I'm seeing right now I met organically, and I literally feel vintage. (laughs) I feel vintage. Cause i I manifested him within a five minute span, and I was like, "Whoa, oh when it happened like manifesting was real, Should I tell the story, yeah, I wasn't really looking for a love <laughs> um i <laughs> I'm kidding uh, Sarah and I went to a documentary screening for a restaurant. we touched on this last and... episode, if you
4: remember, like touched Did we? like no no, no, like briefly brushed the surface with our feather duster, like it wasn't even anything
2: okay. <laughs> So we went to like a documentary screening and we we're like watch documentary and we like didn't really know what to expect because Sarah and I don't watch documentaries. Except if they're about serial killers. Literally. And I was like, Ooh, why are all the men in this documentary cute? And there was one and I was like, Wow, that is a very handsome man that looks very well educated and like a very sweet person. Hmm. That was exactly like the him. thought He's process
4: a- if you were wondering.
2: Yeah. he's a bit of me you know as they would say on love island (laughs) and so i followed him on instagram because i was like why not make the first move 21st century it's like real life bumble and i end up messaging him like a month later and yeah so i was like not us having a meet cute that was literally all on my end (laughs) that i forced
4: manifest forcedly manifested so you feel vintage
2: (laughs) yeah i keep telling him that we're vintage he doesn't understand the premise, but...
4: Yeah, I, me- I met a few guys, like, vintagely like that, and to be honest, they weren't any better than the guys I have met on dating apps, so, like, I will yeah. say that.
2: You just get the ick so much faster.
4: Yeah, exactly. Like, I will say that for sure. Um, I don't know. It's something about the water in New York. It makes men have so much audacity. Like, like, I will like, actually never understand. There's, like,
2: particles in the air that seep into the brain, and they chip away at common sense, and, you know... Like the nice the nice parts of personalities just chips away at it
4: it chips away so hard that at the end you're just left with like that Microsoft ball that's just like <tick>, yeah. like going into all corners of the screen and you're just hoping it'll hit a corner and the men will like have a thought you know yeah. what I mean like and it certainly is a thought and don't get us wrong it's it's a thought but don't get us wrong like the men at clubs they'll come up to you we can't promise you're that it won't to. be the most Dude. disgusting thing you've ever heard like the things that they'll say it won't be the dis- most like disgusting looking person you've ever laid eyes on in your life like me like, and like the can I buy you a drink thing no that's gone no one yeah. wants to buy you a drink anymore they just really they're like come in my van and you're like what is happening <laughs> I just like don't understand the thought process
2: just when it comes yeah. to certain like pickup lines like do you really think that this exact set of words is going to have a positive outcome for you <laughs> I do want to ask, I, I always want to ask that. I want to say, what were you hoping to happen from this interaction? And in your brain, did you think this would work out in your
4: favor? Like, where do you want to go from here? Yeah. Like, what, what, what's the next step? What's the next action item? I'm yeah. looking at my corporates coming out right now.
0: From BBC
3: Radio 4, Britain's
0: biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.
3: He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you
5: get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
3: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring
5: wherever you're listening.
4: No, literally, like, between the cat calling and between, like, the, like, baby, come in, let me see. Like, I literally get off. Oh, my God. Ooh. No, sometimes it gets oh, so much ooh. where I'm like, <laughs> no, ooh, like, literally, ooh. It gets so much to the point where, I, and, like, I'm a people pleaser, so this is saying something to the point where I, like, scream a little bit. And then I feel really bad, and I'm like, you know what? They're a butthole, so then I don't even care.
2: Do you ever itch your ear and it's, like, maximum pleasure? (laughs) 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 Rearranging that last. This podcast Um, is going
4: to be so interesting to edit. Okay, so
2: I think last topic-wise, transportation. Because getting around New York is confusing. Like, it's such a small, like, spread of land. But, like, getting used to it, and I will always stand by this, is that you're not going to get used to it or be comfortable with it. Until you just immerse yourself in it, like once you take the subway by yourself a few times, or once you take like a long walk by yourself a couple times, and you under start to understand the geography and the way things work, you'll become so much more comfortable. Because I know, like, when I first moved here, I had no idea how to use the trains. But, like, I had to use it to get to my internships and get to classes and like get to hang out with boyfriends, or whatever. So like, I had to learn how to use it by myself, and like now I use it every day and it's not a problem. And it saved me so much money not having to pay for Ubers, and like if. Uber is not an option and taking the trains not an option. Taxes are like a very affordable way of doing the same distance. So like once you understand that premise and you start to use it and like you learn how to call a taxi and you learn how to navigate your way to like point A to point B generally without having to use your phone, you'll become so much more comfortable and at ease about getting
4: around. I will say that like if the decision is between an Uber and a taxi, choose taxi every time Always. like i don't know if that's the case in like boston or la probably not but if the choice is literally ever between uber lyft revel whatever the fuck or a taxi it's all the, it's the taxi every time like that's going to be most affordable and like there's literally no difference between taxis and ubers except for like the yellow on the taxi <laughs> do you know what i mean And and the yeah, price really- difference I feel like a lot of people on TikTok think like taxis aren't safe, and that really bugs me.
2: Yeah, and it's just with like apps like Curb now, it's basically the same thing as Uber, just cheaper.
4: Yeah, you know, it's always like Sydney and I. I think we've taken the taxi to like Midtown, like Times Square ish, and like to Morningside Heights, and like both taxis have been like fifteen dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, always it's so much fifteen dollars. Yeah.
2: Especially going to the airport, too, using a taxi is the way to go because it's a flat rate.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's so nice.
4: Yeah. Um, I, I think I told this in the last podcast, but it was really, really funny. Cindy and I, when we were coming home from the airport in New York, so we were, like, in America, and we were trying to hail a taxi, like, from the airport – so you saw the cab driver and was like, Ugh, oh, merci beaucoup You know, like Dachia, like speaking French to this man. He was like, What?
2: <laughs> yeah. So it. it literally became a personality trait. But and then you know so what hard. I
4: can't even make fun of it. Like I did it recently at a restaurant. Um it was my birthday last week, and my boyfriend took me out to like an Italian restaurant, and the waitress brought us like wine, and that was like merci. She was like, "What?" <laughs> and it was yeah, so awkward. Like, sorry. But then you have to go through the whole like I was just in France, like I'm so sorry, and then like people are gonna think you're so pretentious.
2: I know, and it's sad because like living in France, I did feel so pretentious, and I loved it. Yeah, I was it was like, the way of life.
4: Bonjour, Darien, Pardon, s'il vous plaît and it oh, felt zone. great. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite French word before we close?
2: Um, je ne sais quoi.
4: You like je ne sais quoi? Okay.
2: I hate Darian. It makes my my tongue feel weird. Darian.
4: That's the sexiest word. So she'll be like,
2: throwing like, that Dahlia. around. She's like, yeah, I used to live in Paris. I was like, girl, no you didn't. Seriously, <laughs> so you're so funny. I lived in Belgium
4: for three years.
2: I was seeing her personalities unfold.
4: Yes. I want to do like an entire episode. Well, People wouldn't listen because it's not interesting. But I feel like maybe you should do a TikTok of my personality because then maybe people would be interested because it's funny as fuck.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
4: in an ironic way, not like in an actually funny way. Like in a you-should-make-fun-of-me like way. You know what I mean? Like
2: in a quirky, funny, like I'm going to tell you what to say and you say it kind of way. You
3: know? <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly. I think my favorite French word is either darien or like pardon because I said it so much. Like oh, pardon, oh, merci, you know what I mean?
0: It, we're, really we're so bad i'm so sorry you
4: guys <laughs> all right well it is now like past midnight on a thursday and we just really wanted to say thank you for bearing with us this episode and we love you so much
2: and we we you love you day. so much and i'm so sorry that i literally fell asleep half of this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
4: fun fact 30 minutes of this episode was sydney just sleep talking <laughs> like she's literally my conscious. eyes have been
2: closed this whole time <laughs> i don't even know what we talked about this episode but it's gonna be super fun to figure out
4: what i'm gonna it edit was. it and we're gonna see what's up. Okay. Well, um, we love you guys so much. As always, you can follow us on Instagram or TikTok at Crying in Public Podcast. Make sure to follow our TikTok. We have some <laughs> fire content. going to Some you funny sit. videos. <laughs> Ew. And then um, you can listen to us on iHeart, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We love you to the moon and back. Make sure if you want us to like do a topic. Or if you have anything, like, you want to ask us about that we can, like, touch on in the episode, just DM us. We are very, very active on Instagram. Like, Sydney literally – she's a genius. She responds to every single person. So if you want to chat, literally just shoot us a message. We love you so much. Have a good day. Goodbye. Have Au revoir.
2: good day, night, Darianne. Good Merci bye. beaucoup. Au revoir. <laughs> C'est ooh, ooh. Sassy boy. Sassy boy. boy. <laughs>
3: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee.
4: Zumo play.